0: Welcome to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. We are continuing our series on God's promises. Today's podcast is entitled How to Believe God's Promises Are For You. Discover the secret to believing God's promises will come to you. Understand how to remove doubt from your desire for the promises of God. Find out how to remove doubt, fear, and anxiety in your life. Learn the process of gaining trust and confidence in the Word of God, and experience the joy of the Lord in every situation. I'm excited, as you can tell, this is going to be a wonderful podcast, because we're going to invite the Holy Spirit in to take control, to take charge. Heavenly Father, I come to you now, and I ask that you would bless this podcast, that you would anoint it. I invite the Holy Spirit now to come in and take complete control, take charge, do everything that you want me to do. Help me to know exactly what I should emphasize, and what I should stay away from. I yield to your presence, your power, your anointing, and I pray that you would bless this podcast and that people would receive it in a very special way. Those that are listening in, Lord, would receive an anointing in their understanding of how they can receive your promises, Lord. I believe you're going to open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing for each and every one of us that it'll be difficult for us to even be able to contain because that's what your word says. So Father, thank you once again for this opportunity. I pray you would bless it, that you would anoint it, and that people's lives would be changed because of what you're doing in it. For I ask these things now in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I hope you've been enjoying this series that we have on God's promises. We started several weeks ago, and I believe it's something that's blessing people's hearts. I know that we're getting a lot of interest from people, quite frankly, not only in the United States, but quite frankly, in locations all over the world. Some 50 different countries have been downloading these podcasts, and I thank the Lord for that. Now, as as I've been talking about and working on this podcast on the promises of God, my spirit has overflowed, really literally overflowed with the goodness of God. It is amazing to think of how how loving, how generous, and how thoughtful our God is. The creator of the universe has given us An unlimited amount of blessings and promises. And we're going to learn that as we go through this process, as we go through all of these podcasts. He provides for us the air that we breathe, the water that we drink, the sun to keep us warm, and the clouds and the trees to give us shade and comfort. You know, to think that the God of creation cares so much about us that he's concerned about those aspects of our life. After thinking of all the things that he has given us to comfort us, he gives us then peace and joy joy and happiness. He gives us a future and a hope. Then He gives us the sacrifice of His Son, Jesus Christ, to provide the forgiveness of our sins. You see, because with Jesus, we have everything we will ever need in our life. So we're going to get into this by bringing out one of the most well-known scriptures in all the Word of God. Let me start off with the best-known scripture that people see. They see it with big signs at sporting events. They see it on the walls of, of large buildings. And it's about God's love. It's found in John. John 3.16. Some of you, of course, know this by heart, but I want to read it to you out of the New Living Translation. For God loved the world so much. Now, when he talks about the world, he's talking about the people of the world. That he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, you talk about the promises of God. If you're a Christian, you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you're following Jesus Christ, then your life lines up to receive the promises of God. Now, if you don't know Jesus Christ, if you've never given your life to Him, and you've never surrendered your heart to Him, then why don't you do that right now? We don't need to delay this any longer. And let's just ask you to repeat this prayer. Say, Father, I am sorry for the sins I've committed. The Bible says that if I ask for forgiveness of my sins, that my sins will be forgiven. And so I ask you, Lord, to Forgive me and cleanse me from all ungodliness and all unrighteousness. And I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He gave His life for me. He suffered. He was bruised. He was beaten to death. But then He was resurrected. And He sits at the right hand of the Father. So on this day, I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I promise that I'm going to serve Him all the days of my life. For I ask these things now in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You see, if you prayed that prayer and meant it with all of your heart, it's a prayer that'll change your life, it'll change eternity for you. And now you need to get into a good church. You need to find a good church, good good, good preaching from the word of God and believe God's word when you get into it. And you'll start receiving and understanding now the promises of God. I just had to lead people in that because I don't want to talk about the promises of God to people who've never surrendered their life to him. So with that, I just thank God for that. And I thank for the Holy Spirit to interject that into my podcast today because i had no intentions of doing that when i first started out but let's get into looking at what this scripture means when i read john 3.16. first it talks about how god loved the world that's all of us he loved the world so very much that he was willing to do everything and anything he could for us and it also tells us that he gave his son so that we would receive our salvation for the forgiveness of our sins and never to be remembered again. That's how the forgiveness works. He also told us that everyone who believes in him will be forgiven, everyone who accepts Jesus Christ. And then the fourth promise he has in here is that we will not perish. And he promises us to have everlasting life. Now, you may say, well, I don't get the promises of God and I never get blessings and all that. Well, if you've given your life to Christ, you've got the best blessings, the greatest blessing, the greatest promise that you'll ever receive in your life. And you receive that by praying that prayer. So let's move on now and talk about some of the other promises of God that now all of us qualify for as we're listening to this podcast today. One's found in Matthew chapter 19 and verse 26. Jesus spoke to his disciples and he said something like this. I'm kind of paraphrasing it. With men, this is impossible. See, he was talking about what's possible and what's not possible. And Jesus said, with men, this is impossible. And of course, salvation is not possible with men, but with God, it is. And he said, but with God, all things are possible. Jesus was a Addressing salvation, basically, and they said it's impossible to be saved. And Jesus said, "No, no, you've got to let go of that. My promise is that that everyone can receive Jesus Christ, can receive me as their Lord and Savior. And so, there's your great promise that you've received today. Now, in Luke one thirty-seven, Luke chapter one and verse thirty-seven, it says here that nothing spoken by God is impossible. That means that if God's word said it, we've got to believe it, we've got to accept it, and we've got to live by that word. And His word is filled with the promises that he has. If it's in his word, it's possible. If a promise from God, like like where it's the word of God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you, that's a promise. And when we receive that and believe that promise, our lives are changed for eternity. And so the promises of God are for you. They're for everyone. So don't let the devil rob you of the promises of God. We've got to turn our back on the devil and turn our face towards the word of God. And that's the whole Holy Spirit to help us to receive it. I'm going to give you more ways to understand and get clarification as how you can believe truly in your heart that the God's promises are for you. Because some people struggle with that and they think, well, I prayed for this and I prayed for that and I've asked for this or that and I don't ever seem to get it. Well, we're going to address that also in this podcast and the upcoming ones. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13, Paul said, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. That's another promise. Paul said that. He says, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Now that's your promise. That's my promise. And we should pray this scripture and say, Father, I thank you that as I read this word, that I know that I can do everything through you, through Christ Jesus who gives me strength. And that's your promise. I receive it and I thank you for it in Jesus name. See, I'm a big believer that when you read the word of God, you should claim it for yourself and apply it to your own life. Now, in this podcast, my goal is to help those who struggle to believe that the promises of God, that maybe they think that they just don't apply to them. Well, they do apply to us. That they apply to each and every born-again believer. God loves everyone He has created. He loves us all equally. It loves the people all over the world. He loves people whether they love Him or not. That's just how God is. And He loved us so much that He gave His Son for us. He desires to pour out His promises on those who have received Jesus as their lord and savior now allow me to give you a biblical proof a list of biblical examples that's the scriptures of god's desire to give you his promises So get ready now. I'll tell you, I want you to get ready. I want you to let go of all any doubt or fear or anxiety. Our questions maybe about prayers that you prayed for and asked for and that there was never answered. You didn't receive that promise from God. Just dismiss that in Jesus' name. Let's all press on for the goal that God has given us, a great life. He wants to give us hope and joy and peace and forgiveness and and all those things need to be in our life. And that's how he set up our life so that we could could receive his blessings and receive his promises. Okay, now let's move on we we kind of laid the foundation of what we want to get into and let's just continue on we've got a few scriptures to share and and many thoughts that i believe the lord wants me to share with you on this podcast on how to believe that the promises of god apply to you and they're for you just as much as for anyone else now why have christians wondered why they find it difficult to believe that god's promises are for them personally all right you know sometimes it's a lot easier to believe for someone else Sometimes when we have a sickness in our own body, we have a difficult time praying and asking others to pray with us for our sickness. But when somebody else has a sickness, somebody else has a problem, oh, it's real easy. We can go over to them and we can pray for them. We can lay hands on them. We can believe for God. We can quote scriptures over them. And it's easier many times to believe that God will bless someone else or heal someone else or help someone's, someone else's finances or restore someone else's marriage or bring someone else's children back to him. But no, God wants to do that just as much for you and for me as he does for someone else so i want you to understand that that's what this teaching is about today this podcast is designed to help all of us understand that god's promises apply to us so we've got to change that thought that maybe they they don't apply to us if we feel that way we can change it you see as a pastor for 20 years some of our church members were challenged in believing that they could not receive the blessings of God or the promises of God the devil had to them and convince them that one way or another, you know, God's just left you out, that, you know, you don't apply to this. And I saw that so many times in in biblical counseling sessions that I had with them. People would come in so defeated and so down, but we'd get into God's word and we'd read the word of God and see what God's word has to say about his promises. They, many of these folks would understand the word of God but just had a difficult time saying it applies to me. And when the Word of God says that by His stripes we are healed, that applies to us just as much as it applies to anyone else. So I want to give you something now. I'll call it five ways to know God's promises are for you. Now, I could give you probably 500 ways or a thousand ways why God's promises apply to you, but I can't do that. And I'll do some of that as we go through these series, uh, these podcasts that we're going through. But let me just give you five that may be easy to hand on to. It's a little easier to hang on to five points than it is to hang on to a thousand points. I'm sure you'd agree with me. So these are only a few. And the ones I'm going to be pointing out are ones that have really helped me in my own life. And I know maybe that seems selfish, but no, if it works for me, it can also work for you. I believe that. The first way that I'd like to talk about is found in the book of Proverbs and it's chapter three and verse five. You know, I would encourage you to find at least one scripture that speaks to you. Claim it, trust it, live it, believe it, walk in it quote it say it over and over and over again my verse that helped me receive God's promises was found in proverbs chapter 3 and verse number five and matter of fact a couple of verses after that even but it's so important that we've got to learn to understand that God has scriptures that'll apply to you what you can claim and you can receive where maybe other people can't receive from it but you can receive it so i would encourage you that's kind of my first step in this i would encourage you to find a scripture in the word of God that really speaks to you it tells you something that you've hoped for and dreamed for, but you've got confidence in that passage. It may be, you know, Matthew 6, 33, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. If that's your scripture, then claim it and believe it. It might be Philippians 4, 6, talks about anxiety and not worrying and those things. But the one that I liked and I have really found in my life to be so powerful and helping me have confidence to believe that God's promises are for me is found in Proverbs chapter three and verse five. And I'm really gonna read it out of the New Living translation. I'll probably read a couple more verses after that. Verse number five says this Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You know, we could stop right there. I could give you a sermon just on that, on trusting the Lord with all of our heart. We sometimes struggle. We trust a little, then we don't trust, and then we do trust, and then we don't trust. We need to learn how to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. That means all of who we are, everything that we are, our finances, our thoughts, our intelligence, our lack of intelligence, our lack of understanding, all these things that we struggle with, we've got to put our trust in God. Trust in the Lord with all of our heart. That's everything that we are. It says, do not depend on your own understanding. Boy, that was important to me because, you know, for years I had a... My own business, that I, my wife and I ran for some 20 years, a real estate development company. I had learned a lot about that. Prior to that, I was 16 years a banker and I financed large corporations. I did a lot of corporate financing and helped a lot of people become very wealthy through my financing projects that we had for them. And I had developed a lot of my own understanding. And it was difficult when I became a Christian to just forget all that and say, no, I'm going to rely upon God now. I'm not saying I forgot my training, my experiences, but what I was going to do is I was going to forget the fact that... I had my understanding, I wanted God's understanding. And this scripture jumped all over me when I became a Christian and said, trust in the Lord with all your heart, do not depend on your own understanding. And many of you, many of you may struggle with your own understanding. You believe that the way things have happened to your life, that's the way it has to be, or you know, maybe you would start believing things that the devil gives you, lies about yourself, that you can't do this, or you can't do that, or you're not able to do this, or you'll never accomplish that. Whatever it might be, you've gotta rise above that. All of us must rise above that, and we need to learn how how to trust God with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. Then it says in verse number six, seek his will in all you do. Boy, I'll tell you, talk about wanting to receive God's promises. We've got to turn around and seek God's will, not mine, God's will in all that we do. And he will show you which path to take. That's another way to receive God's promises is to know which direction we should take. And you say, well, how does the Lord show me a path today to take? Well, he shows that to us when we pray, when we read his word, when we go to church and hear good sermons from pastors, when we're around other Christians and hear their testimonies and how they've handled things. And he will show you and the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart and he'll give you the direction that you should take. I believe the Holy Spirit will literally direct us how we should drive back and forth to work. The Holy Spirit will direct us and can direct us if we'll submit to him when we go into church, which aisle to walk down. I'm serious because he's got a plan for our life. So we've got to yield ourselves to the guidance and the lead of the holy spirit verse number seven says don't be impressed with your own wisdom instead fear the lord and turn away from evil you know when i got that scripture and it became so powerful in my life and it is truly one of the most powerful scriptures affecting my life i had left my business and went into full-time ministry boy did i need it then and then i wound up with physical challenges like incurable cancer and i've had three incurable diseases in my body that god has healed over the years two cancer issues, and one kidney failure. And I can tell you, God is there to provide for us. One of the ways to find God's promises for your life is to find at least one passage of scripture, maybe two or three, but at least one that you live by, that you believe by, that it's yours, and claim it every day. I sometimes repeat that scripture two, three, four, five times in a day. Just because of circumstances or something comes up, I just want to claim the promises of God, and that's one of them. All right, another step or another way to be convinced that you can receive God's blessings and his promises is found in James chapter 2 verse, let's see, let's say number 22, 23, 24. Let's read those and see how the Holy Spirit takes us through it. In this particular area of scripture, James is talking about faith without good deeds is dead. He's talking about having great faith and refers to us before verse 22. He talks about in verse 21, don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar. And verse 22, and this is the part I want you to put into your heart when understanding how to receive the promises of God. You see his faith, now apply that to you, your faith, and his actions, that's it, your actions work must work together, it says. His actions made his faith complete. So therefore, now read it, applying it to yourself. Your faith and your actions work together in you, and made faith complete in you. And then verse 23, it says, and so it happened just as the scriptures say, Abraham believed. You could say I believed or you can believe. Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. So it says in verse 24, so you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. So here's a wonderful example of how faith can increase in us by believing and applying it to yourself and claiming that not only do you have faith, but you have it by your actions. And your faith and your actions work together in order for us to receive, that's in order for all of us to receive God's promises. Receive that. I tell you, please just receive that one. It's vital to your understanding that God wants you to be blessed by his promises. Now, here's step number three or way number three to understand how to receive God's promises and that they're for you. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we begin a personal relationship with him. Every one of us has at least one personal friendship or relationship with at least someone. You might say, well, I don't. Well, yeah, you do. There's someone that you can have a personal relationship with. And with that person, it's nice. It might be, It might be a friend. It might be a spouse. It might be a relative. It might be someone you work with, but you have some kind of a relationship with someone. It just may be the mailman or the neighbor next door that you just say hi to. You have some kind of a relationship with him. Some of those relationships are good. They're solid. They're powerful. Maybe they go back to high school or to college or that type of thing. The personal relationships that that we have are great, but the personal relationship that God wants us to have with Him and with His Son Jesus Christ and with the Holy Spirit is far greater than anyone that we have ever known in our life. We receive a personal relationship with God the Father, Jesus His Son, and the Holy Spirit in order to have the opportunity to claim His promises this comes through prayer reading god's word reading his promises and when we do that and build that relationship with god the father god the son and god the holy spirit through reading of his word remember it's one god i'm not talking about three gods he's three in one all right one god that we serve when we have that relationship with him then that opens up the door to receive the promises that he has for us. It's a very important step in understanding how to receive the promises of God. Here's step number four to receive the promises of God. Found in Romans chapter 8 and verse, just verse number 1. Let me read it to you. It says right here in the New Living Translation. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Wow, what what a verse what an amazing verse that is. You know what that's saying? That means that we can't be condemned in any way. That applies to our physical, our emotional, and our spiritual life. There's no condemnation. That means there should be no disease in our bodies. And if there is, then we, we should take authority over it and rebuke it in Jesus' name and call our brothers and sisters together and pray that, that that disease that's attacking us would be taken away because there's no condemnation in us. That 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 statement's telling us that means that if we need something from God and it's according to God's will then it's ours we can claim it we can receive it because there's no condemnation against us and says in verse 2 and because you belong to him the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death Look at that. There's absolutely nothing that should come against us and offend us or attack us. I'll come against our flesh, our body, our soul, our spirit, and we can take authority over that in the name of Jesus and ask the Holy Spirit to help us to walk in freedom, the freedom that God wants us to have. That is a gift from God. That is a promise from God that those he sets free are free indeed. And if you're not walking in freedom, then get that verse out. Get Romans 8, 1 and read it and say, I'm going to walk in freedom because my Bible tells me that there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ. So therefore, I will not receive the condemnation of fear and anxiety and, and depression and all that goes along with it. Just take authority over it in Jesus' name. I tell you, I could preach a whole sermon just on that one, but I won't. I'll move on because i got to complete this particular podcast and we'll discuss those topics on a later podcast. Step number five, for ways to know that God prom- God's promises are for you. Learn to pray the scriptures to make them apply to you. Now, I addressed that a little bit earlier in this podcast, but I'm a big believer in that. I'm a big believer that when I pray the scripture, I want to apply to me. I want it to actually apply to my life. Let me read you an example of that. I'll read the scripture, and then I'm going to ask you to apply it to your life as one of God's promises. I'm reading in Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6 we'll start with in the New Living Translation. Paul's writing this to the church in Philippi. It says here in verse six don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell god what you need and thank him for all that he's done now how do you apply that to yourself and how do you read the scripture and apply it to yourself because i said step five was learn to pray the scriptures to make these apply to you now here's how i do it this is just works for me every night i mean every single night before i go to bed i say father I thank you, Lord, that my wife and I don't have to worry about anything. Now, that's basically, I'm claiming God's promise in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. And it said, instead, Lord, we pray about everything, and we tell you, Lord, what we need. And we thank you, Lord God, for all that you've done for us in verse 7 it says then lord you promise that you will experience that we will experience god's peace which exceeds anything we can understand this peace will guard our hearts and our minds as we live in christ jesus just apply it to you when you apply it to you you are claiming and receiving a promise from god it is that simple we get the scripture out we believe it and you put yourself in there when it refers to someone else then say i claim that for my life and i believe that in my life if we do that i'm telling you it it will rock your life it will change your life it will give you a whole new reason to live a whole new purpose and live because all of a sudden the promises of god start coming alive in your life because you're believing for them you're claiming for them and you're calling forth those things that are not as though that they are which is by the way another promise When you do that, you're saying, Father, I call forth those things that are not. I call forth my healing that's not as though it is, and I receive it in Jesus' name. That's claiming the promise of God. That's praying the scriptures into your own life and believing for that scripture to to take part in your life, become a valuable part of your life, to be everything that... that Holds you together and keeps you together are the promises of God and His Word. You know, I just don't know how people can live without reading the Bible, without getting scriptures that, that help them through life. It's interesting when you read the Word of God and you start memorizing certain scriptures, it just changes your life. I remember when I was diagnosed here about seven years ago with incurable bone marrow cancer, and all of a sudden, within six months, instead of being dead, they told me I had six months to live unless all these wonderful drugs they had would work. But in less than being dead, in six months, I was in complete remission and they could find absolutely no sign of it. They told me I there's no there was no sign of any kind of cancer. Now they, they obviously wanted to be sure they kept that away and so they kept giving me certain drugs that they wanted me to and maintenance they called it to keep this stuff out of my system. But that doesn't mean that I wasn't healed in Jesus' name. And when, when they told me that, I, found, I started finding scriptures that just really spoke to me. One's found in, in Luke chapter 17 and verse number 19, where Jesus was talking to a man who needed to be healed. And in verse 19, Jesus said this. He said to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. I took that and I said, Father, that's mine. That's my, That just jumped all over me. And I said, Lord, I've been diagnosed with incurable cancer. They don't think I'm going to live very long. But Lord, I'm going to claim that promise that my faith has healed me. And I received that promise that Jesus gave to that man. I'm claiming it also for myself. And I can tell you, God honored that prayer and honored that faith. And I took took action with that faith to believe and to pray and to witness to others and share people that I was gonna be healed and I was gonna be just fine. I remember when the doctor diagnosed me and he said, you may only have six months to live. Almost instantly, I mean, just almost instantly, I looked right back up the man at the doctor and I says, well, let me get this straight now. What you're telling me is that you're trying to scare me with heaven. And he just looked at me and he said, "Wow, you must believe that." You see what I was telling him was he was speaking death and I was speaking life and hope. And instantly the Holy Spirit came upon me and told me to speak that right back to that doctor and let him know, "You you can't scare me with heaven." And this man said, "Wow, that's amazing. You really believe that." I said, "Yes, I do, and before this is over, you will too." And like I said, it was only 6 months later and the healing power of Jesus had flowed through my body. Yes, I had no problem taking the medication. I had no problem listening to the doctor's advice, but first and foremost was our faith to believe for that healing. The doctor didn't have any faith for it. He was hoping. I was believing and I was trusting God. And I called that up in our life. I called forth something that was not as though that it was. And you can do that. I just, I I wish I could reach out right now and, and grab your hands and pray with you and believe that. So I guess maybe I could do that. Why don't we just do that right now on this podcast? Heavenly Father, I pray that any of those folks that are listening in today would call forth their healing in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that if they have a need, they'd call it forth in Jesus' name, that they would believe for things that are not as though that they are and receive the promises of God. I believe it's happening right now and I'll give you praise for it now. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I'm gonna have to close this now because I've run out of time and we'll continue our podcasts and upcoming podcasts that will be here. I believe the next podcast I wanna deal with how to receive the promises of God blessings in our finances. And God's word is filled with examples of that. So our next podcast will be dealing with the promises that God has for us in our finances. I know that's quite a switch from what we've just talked about and go on, but throughout this series that we're doing on podcasts, you got to stay with me on this because we're going to be a talk, talking about a lot of different topics, a lot of different subjects for a quite a few weeks. So if you'd like to get more, hear more about quality Christian living and what we're all about, you can go to my podcast at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you go there, pull up the front page and on there, you'll see a, a, a link to my podcast. Just hit that and you'll be able to pull up the 230 podcasts that we've done now. And there's large sections on faith and healing and on miracles and on prosperity and on generosity. And we just did a series on business and this new series now on the blessings of God and the promises of God. And just receive those. I'm sure that they'll bless you. In addition to that, if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Well, I'm about out of time right now, so I'm just going to pray that God will bless you and that you'll receive this teaching. Father, thank you, Lord, for the opportunity I've had to bring this teaching at this time on this podcast. Bless those who've listened in and may their faith increase. May they understand, God, that you want to provide for them, Lord. And those that are thinking that maybe those promises are not for them, that's a lie from the the devil himself. And I rebuke that and I ask you to touch them and I come against that that terrible thought in Jesus' name that these people will walk in faith and peace. They'll receive your word, God and receive the promises of God. I'll thank you for that in advance and I'll be careful now to give you the praise for all this. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I wanna close with this thought. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you. Don't forget now to tune in to our next podcast that's going to deal with the promises of God in our finances. Let your friends, family, and neighbors know about it. It'll be a blessing to you. I believe that. Thank you once again for listening to Quality Christian Living. I'm your host, David Friend. This was podcast number 230.